2: We're back together, guys. Jared and me bringing to you the Marin After Show. That's right. It's been a couple weeks.
1: Did you almost say iZombie?
2: I almost said iZombie. I I almost said iZombie. That's right. We are uh, reunited again, Jared and I, for... The episode eight, uh, Professor of Desire, yeah. Marin After Show, right here on Afterbuzz TV. You can of course find us as always on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash afterbuzz TV and for all of your podcasting delights on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. And be sure to always check in with us, interact with us via Twitter and all the social media platforms. Via- Via. Sorry, sorry. via. I'm just are you a Via? No,
1: I just like to confuse oh, people.
2: Because I'm a Via. S- I mean, they kill are your you.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tell us who you schedule, are. Schedule. I like to say schedule. Schedule. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. Schedule your interactions with us nice. uh, via via hashtag ABTVMarin. That's wow. where you will find us. I uh, I am, of course, your host, uh, Blake V. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Blake V Media. And I'm excited to be joined by my co-host now oh my for, God. for two weeks in a row. Jared, back in effect.
1: Yeah, we're both vying for that top spot and uh it's like Letterman and Leno so <laughs> we don't know who's going to get it
2: we're battling it out so right? uh
1: yeah it's great to be back we both uh took a week here a week there we did and um we did you know i i was probably just falling asleep when and that's nothing bad towards your show uh how dare it was you? just the last thing how it was, dare it was you? my late night television because i was east coast okay and uh i had a long day
2: did you go anywhere cool i went back to good? ohio oh.
1: so it was kind of cool a
2: little hometown visit
1: yeah i haven't been back in a while nice so mom's wedding you know recharge the batteries nice. watch a show good job good it thank was great. you i know having thank the studio you. by yourself is kind of like a it's a weird feeling, but it's kind of fun. It's kind of powerful. It is. Yeah, It
2: is. And I was totally surprised because I thought it was going to be a little more daunting. And it was cool. I thought it was great it to was kind fun. of, yeah, just have your own it's little It's like moment. you
1: hijacked the station. It's, it's like, like it's you hijacked Airheads. After Buzz. Yeah.
2: It is. It's exactly like, like Airheads. Airheads. It's like you brought just
1: your demo like in and they just accepted it. I you. felt
2: like a combination of Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser. That's what I felt wow. like. Wow. I know. I know.
1: Who is your favorite character in Airheads?
2: Probably Brendan Fraser.
1: Oh yeah, Chaz. <laughs> yeah, That's his name Chaz. Yeah,
2: I think so. Uh, you know, and it was during that same time as like Encino Man and all of that. Oh so, yeah. So that probably lended to my my favoritism of Brendan Fraser. Uh, yeah, but I'm going go it Fraser? Him. I've always said Fraser. Yeah, but it, it's quite possible that I think it's it is Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah, okay, it's weird. so I've been wrong this whole time.
1: <laughs> so you like Brendan? Okay. <laughs>
2: I do. I do. He's kind
1: of the straight man, like just kind of like never, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I dig that. You know, okay. that's that's that was his uh, his deal. That was his claim to fame. Yeah, I was with it. I was on board.
1: Do you know how many people? Were, I'm not going to get on airheads tangent here, but that is a <laughs> chock full of cast right there. It is like Chris Farley was in ra- yes. like random scenes. Yes. Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters was and in like, the movie. And like
2: who knew, right? Kramer this movie, from Seinfeld. Yeah. It, an all star cast before anybody even knew it was like the beginnings. Yeah. It was like a gold, but mine. it wasn't even like.
1: It wasn't even like they got bigger. We're gonna do a whole airheads. I'm gonna talk to the afterbuzz guys. Maybe popcorn talk. We'll, we'll do an airheads I'm episode. In. I'm yeah, I'm so in. Yeah, but no Mark Maron in the episode. No in, in Mark airheads, Maron, so.
2: unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll uh, they'll redo it. And that they'll doesn't invite need to be done. No, no. Okay. All right. It would just be a terrible. Adan- put Because yeah, Adam
1: that. Sandler would just ruin it. You know, he would just come back as the same character and it just, it would, it would be like PG. Adam.
2: Okay. Adam's been getting a bad rap the last couple years. What has been your favorite oh, no. Adam Sandler movie? I've just got to go there. Of all time? Of all time.
1: Probably Billy Madison. Okay. okay. yeah.
2: My favorite was The Wedding Singer.
1: That's, you're okay. I'm not going to hate on that because you're still within that window <laughs> right? of like 95 to, I'll, like I'll stretch 2000. to 2002 yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, if someone said Mr. Deeds, I'd be like, all right, all right, let's stop. Pushing let's it. stop. But <laughs> Wedding Singer has its moments.
2: So yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. And I love the soundtrack from that movie. And I feel like every single time I hear those 80s songs, I'm like... Yeah. Reminds me of The Wedding Singer. Not even the actual 80s, even though I was there for most of the 80s. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I love it. <laughs> reminds this
2: is, me of The Wedding Singer. And
1: this is so, this is the Marin After Show. That's
2: right. We are here for the Marin After Show. I love it. After I could Show. do that
1: all day. I could talk about that all day. I'm sure yeah. the audience would love to listen to it, too. <laughs>
2: right, or would yeah. they?
1: <laughs> yeah, No. so we'll wrap this up quickly, and then we'll talk back to, you know, about Adam Sandler's career.
2: You know, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's really what matters yeah, tonight, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Um, no, actually, tonight's episode I thoroughly enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this was fantastic um interestingly th- tonight's episode opened up with his with his podcast uh moment which normally he'll save for some some time in the middle of his episode i feel like this time he just opened right he up had with a solo it.
1: moment in the middle i like the pacing of that he like, did and he closed with it. He did. Right? Oh,
2: no. no, no, no. No, he didn't. He didn't close with it. Yeah, Normally. So the, yeah,
1: you, I like this. Yeah. I like in the middle because it, it almost explains what's, not, not that it needs explaining, but I like how mm-hmm. he just kind of had his little moment in the right. middle. It was fun.
2: Yeah, because typically he'll have his moment with the guest in the middle of his episode, and then he'll close it out with like his final thoughts. This one was totally mixed up. He opened with his guest moment, and you're right. In the middle, he popped in with his kind of closing thoughts. At least that's what I thought it was going to be. But then he had an even better closing thought, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, But he opened this episode with uh, his interview with Jerry Stahl, which I had listened to the podcast a couple days earlier. Um, And it was a great podcast. I was not fully familiar with Jerry Stahl's Body of Work, but he was an excellent interview and the whole Marin podcast with him was fantastic I would highly recommend checking it out it was I, very interesting
1: I need to catch up with his career yeah. uh, well I know he wrote Permanent Midnight which he is did. a huge novel did you ever read that? I, I didn't did read not read it. it so now maybe I'll have to read it mm-hmm. and not understand any of it uh, but then you know what I didn't realize that he, he wrote the screenplay for Bad Boys 2 mm. and he also wrote Alf, you know, that's what they're talking about, Alf, at the I beginning. I did know
2: that, yes. But
1: with all these other.
2: So diverse.
1: Yeah, it's r- really like random. So
2: widespread. Yeah. To go from Bad Boys 2 to Alf. Or Alf to Bad Boys 2.
1: Yeah. It, well, and somehow there's a connection. <laughs> I don't know what it is. At least it's just inter. I don't know. Because then he's r- written so many novels just about other deep things that have nothing to do with, you know, movies okay. or television. And it's just kind of Creative its own. guy. Yeah. I, Very I'm going to dive into the career. Guy. Yeah. And then maybe not understand any of it.
2: Right. Very true. I is do there- understand
1: Alf, though. My brother, my older brother liked Alf. Mm-hmm.
2: You did not, though? Do
1: you uh, remember I, it? Yeah, I remember it being on. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's not, you know, hopefully our audience. Uh, They're like, what the re- hell are you talking yeah, what about? Is, <laughs> what the hell is Alf? Yeah, it was <laughs> like um, in mid-late 80s. Right. So I was around, and but, you know, I probably was like, oh, look, it's the fuzzy, you know, thing. I feel
2: like early TV memories for me were like Alf and Mr. Belvedere
1: yeah mr bill but mine yeah. were like some cheers okay stuff like that's one of the cheers i got uh, cheers on the
2: reruns music. from nick at night
1: yeah just depend whatever your parent had parents had on or like true. siblings true yeah
2: very true well i yeah. had no siblings oh but
1: well, i did a, watch my the, share that, of tv that's, that's the beginning of your problems right there we'll dive <laughs> that's
2: a whole nother issue yeah that's for another night um <laughs> anyways um yeah totally interesting guy we're going to have yeah. to find out more about him. It was great. It was a great podcast. I recommend listening to it. Um, One more thing worth mentioning, perhaps, is just that last week we touched on uh Mark's having the president on his yeah. podcast, which I got to elaborate on a little bit last week, but just like still very cool, still historic, still awesome. I don't I didn't know if you maybe wanted to touch on that for just a moment. Yeah, I, mean, I just yeah. thought it was super cool. On, yeah. yeah, just super cool to just touch on it yet again. I mean, it just it was it freshly happened last week and I was excited to be able to speak Speak on it last week and um, just very cool for podcasters in general. I know that everyone here at AfterBuzz TV was really excited because that's what we do uh, right here at After Buzz TV, bringing all these all this great podcast uh, material to you guys. And here we have a fellow podcaster, Mark Maron, bringing the president to everyone. Yeah. It was great. It was just it was a great moment. And I just wanted to kind of touch on that again. Yeah,
1: yeah I love how he, um, the president's camp reach out to him. He said like a year ago uh, and then. And then I heard him break down the whole thing. Um The funny story I heard from Mark that was on Opie and Jim that I listened to this week. He said that they, you know, they put the tent over his, you know, his driveway and, and they tinted his windows and put, but the, he said that him and his assistant, I forget the guy's name. uh, They were in charge. The secret service asked them to put like tape over the garage windows and he, and Mark goes, what? Like, were the guys like. We're we're in charge we're in charge of this <laughs> like in case anyone can see in like are the people in ch- well, how do we become in charge of this and that was hysterical like they that they, is they took every security measure
2: except for the they, taping of the And they like windows. yeah which
1: is a huge part
2: they're like Mark, Mark's capable
1: yeah so he said <laughs> that they had to tape them so that I thought <laughs> was kind of interesting and um it's just I was kind of I was I love the interview I was disappointed at the end Mark said he's not going to keep interviewing politicians he goes i don't want to go down that road and become that guy and then i heard some good counterpoints saying why don't you just try it and see if you can get other people to open up as honest as you know the president was like it's an honest show so let's see if you can get and if a few politicians come on and are just the same old phony rhetoric then you just stop doing it but i'd like to see him try because he talks to everyone already authors and you know, artists and mm-hmm, actors comics and comics. And, yeah, and so why not just try it? But he said he doesn't want to dive into that world, which I understand. But it would be fun because now he's on the map. Like maybe he could be that guy that gets people to, to open infiltrate. up and be honest. Yeah, because that's what I, I I won't watch debates. Like they're just so it's the same rhetoric. You know what yeah. I mean? I, but I will listen to something like this. Mm-hmm. And so I think hopefully the culture is shifting. It might take a few more years, but hopefully people will. You know, people will go to something like this for their information on people and, cause people just right. want to hear about people's lives and, and we promise. live in an
2: interesting time because that is an option. Mm-hmm. You know, every other, uh, generation previous to us has had just sort of that closed relationship with the government and with those in power and with the president and they've been just kind of this enigmatic figure that maybe has periodic speeches to the nation or what have you. But we live in a time now where everything is accessible to everyone at any time, including speeches with the president. So now we have Mark Maron bringing his interview with the president to everyone, accessible to everyone and really speaking to him on a personal level and that was super cool. So I'm fully with you i agree with you i think that that's a fantastic um resource to be able to infiltrate things like that that maybe everybody is either not aware of or just doesn't have access to in terms of the government yeah. and and kind of political knowledge uh to be able to bring that to everyone in a podcast forum is fantastic so i yeah. i'm with you i yeah. agree
1: and and the press took the whole thing the wrong way. They they just took little <laughs> snippets of the interview, right? And just, and just focus on that, and right. they, didn't, they didn't even focus on. So ignore but so that.
2: Everything, you know. I mean, like when when things get sensationalized, that's what they do. And, yeah, little bits and pieces are going to get highlighted. You're never going to yeah. know the whole thing unless you listen for yourself. Just
1: listen. It's an hour long. It
2: was great. It was it was very comprehensive. I thought.
1: It was really good. I could have listened to another hour, and he, he said he had plenty more questions. Obviously, oh,
2: I'm sure. Um, I, I mean, all day. I'm sure you could talk to the president all day. Yeah. I know I could.
1: I think he corrected the president on some word, like in the middle. I had to listen to the show again, but he corrected him, and oh. then like it was, it was just that was kind of interesting. Like, who would want to correct the I president know. on anything? You know, Mark jump in Marin. there. But it was really good.
2: He's got those. So balls. download the show. Definitely, yes. Along
1: with this one, just yes. double it up
2: you know get get a whole whole solid listening session in
1: yeah the weekend's coming up <laughs> grab like a nice glass of bourbon like uh, what's her name tonight that's right and uh and just enjoy the show yeah, wifey. wifey yeah wifey <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: i liked her style um yes so speaking of wifey uh, tonight's episode introdu- introduced us to the character jack ross yeah. who was played by adam goldberg yeah fantastic job
1: he plays a really good neurotic yes. kind of guy. He always has. Even his role, I, I liked his role in Saving Private Ryan the best. I thought he was really good in that. But yes. he was a little skittish and, yeah. you know, a short-tempered kind of guy. So He plays it great. Yeah. He
2: plays it great. He had a moment at the end that was my favorite. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, uh, so he, he goes, he's an old friend of Marin's, he goes to meet with him and, uh, stay with him, Mm -hmm. uh, he go, he goes with the intentions of speaking to his class, he's a college professor, he goes to kind of, um, uh, kind of just have a moment with his class and, and touch on his podcasting and, and the, yeah. the things that he does career wise. And he comes to find out that Jack has a very, or I'm sorry, uh, yes, uh, Professor Ross has a very problematic student in his TA. class. Yes, a TA. A TA.
1: Which it, I've never seen a TA sit in class.
2: I know. Right? Or, right? Yeah. Normally they're like assisting yeah. off to the side. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe the, um, yeah, the protocol was not quite there yeah. in this episode but you know whatever sure. whatever Lenin, she was there school. she was there uh good old tina was there and um so Marin, of course begins his uh his his speech his what do you, his his prepared uh yeah, he tried to, lecture he,
1: he tried to put in some <laughs> uh some uh what is it psychology i don't know what was he talking yep. about yeah gijack i wrote it down slov Jajik. Slovaj.
2: <laughs> it might be Slovaj Zizek.
1: Yeah, Zizek. Zizek. Yeah, I think that's probably
2: it. I be- uh, we're close. But she knew. Anyways. She's like,
1: I knew you were Googling. Like that just She's sounds like, like, I can smell did. the Google. Yeah, yeah.
2: How funny is that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so she's hateable at the very beginning of yeah. the episode for sure. Because totally. it's total heck. It's like he's doing stand up in front of a horrible crowd. He
2: goes, is this academic yeah. heckling? Is yeah. that a thing now? Do we do this? Yeah which is great. Um, And apparently it is a thing because good good old Tina. I
1: wonder if students do that now. Bringing it to him. I don't think they... there, There might be a few.
2: Honestly, I think it depends on the professor. Yeah. Because so many professors are like not taking any... Any S any from anyone. Yeah. No guff. And I feel like that would not happen. But you know, every now and then you get like the cool professor yeah, let's open or like up the young free ideas. Yeah. Like share your thoughts. Unless too many thoughts. students'
1: ideas just suck and then you just don't right. listen to them.
2: Unless you have Tina in your class.
1: <laughs> well, as we find out <laughs> she's later, she's, you. um, she uses everything to her advantage. We find out later. And she's smart in what she can yep. do.
2: She is a very opportunistic yeah. young lady. Yes. And so she, uh, finds her way to to Jack and ends up sleeping with him.
1: Yeah, he admits it to to Mark at the end of the class. Like, I have a a little bit of a problem. Actually, a big problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's Tina. She's a problem. Yeah. And uh, admits that he's been sleeping with her. And um, I think it's that just after that, the next scene cuts to there at this party, this professor's party, where it seems like all the professors at the school. It's probably gonna be like the weekend or, or something, and then
1: people are just hanging out, you know, a social event.
2: Yeah, um, where all the professors are, it seems. And so, so Jack is there, Mark is there. And then suddenly Tina is there. Tina yeah. shows up. So, uh, so of course, uh, Jack kind of divulges to Mark that he's being blackmailed. He's being blackmailed by Tina. And, um, and then the wife shows up.
1: Well, yeah, Mark has got some good, well, not good game she looks like she probably hits on anyone that she sees that she gets some kind of advantage with.
2: Right. But
1: so she's hitting on him and he's falling. You know, Why and not? Seeing, she's a beautiful woman. So right. let's go for it. And
2: seeing that he's friends with her professor, yeah. he's friends with Jack. She probably sees him as some sort of like weak point yeah. for Jack as well. You know,
1: I thought like, Hey, Mark's like, she already said she was a big fan of the podcast. So it was already starting to lean that way. She said she hasn't told Mark that she's a fan of uh, Jack's books yet, but she did tell, Mark, you know, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so maybe you could start leaning like, oh, she's kind of sleeping with people she's, that, she, that inspires her and kind right. of like her role model, or whatever. Right. So you can kind of see it leaning that way. And then, um, of course the wife comes in It's just a, it's just a block. Just blocking, <laughs> totally blocking. But the wife knows.
2: So, oh, she one hundred yeah. percent. She knows. Yeah, like just even her demeanor of yeah. just the whole conversation of her butting in. Yeah, she one hundred percent knows. And I thought it was funny because, of course, in class, Tina comes across as a very strong-willed student, like kind of a ballbuster. Yeah. Like she definitely just is, like you know throwing it to Mark, just, you know, heckling him, whatever. And then on the flip side, when she gets to the party, she's definitely like putting on the flirt and putting on the whole, you know, the whole, the whole act, the whole thing of kind of just trying to break Mark down. And of course it's working. She's just like super good at reading these scenarios and just like breaking down her male counterpart to get what she wants. Well,
1: you know, just like, if you're a guy, if you're a girl, if you're like a nine or a 10 then you should be able to. Be, you should be good in that position. But she's also intelligent. Oh, you so should. So she can really be. finish. Oh yeah, you should. <laughs> Come on, we know.
0: Oh, we're right there, oh, okay. right? Of course we yeah, know. Yeah, I mean,
1: we've manipulated so we're many people like, at parties we're every like masters week. Masters at this. Yeah. So I mean, if it was me, yeah, I just manipulate everybody. But she knows what she's doing. Like she just does it every. It's like it's like uh, clockwork. Or yeah. she probably does it to uh, you know, just a mess. With, I could see this yeah, girl being, just a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, it's like people she likes and people she inspires to kind of be like aspires, 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 aspires as a total flub. Aspires. So yeah, she walks out of the party, you know, cause she, she totally got blocked by, and she probably is feeling weird at the wife's just talking to them anyway. Right. So she leaves and so touch, touch, touches Jack's crotch on the way out, <laughs> which was great. So I thought bold. for sure the wife saw it. So bold. I almost, I almost think that scene it wouldn't have quite worked, but it would been kind of funny if the wife just saw it so obviously and just went like, uh. but we learned later on that he's still trying to hide it. So the, the neurotic part of it it's, would be lost. So, right. Yeah. Right. I thought for sure. Like, Gotta wait. Got to keep that encapsulated. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, the wife tries to see everything, but she can't see everything. Mm-mm. She tries. That's true. Um. So shortly after that, is that where we come to the meeting where Mark is speaking to Jack?
1: Out back. Uh, It's when the whole he yes. c- gets the panties out for yes. the first time. <laughs>
0: yes, and we see uh, the panties. He's just like
1: crying into the panties and, yeah. and admitting that it, this is the blackmail part. Yeah, this is the blackmail part where he's like, "Hey, I, she's blackmailing me. I'll tell the you know she'll tell my wife. I'll lose my tenure. Everything. You got to help me. You got to help me." Yeah, he's like, "Man, but you I love how prepared he is." He's like, you "Gotta help." Me. He's like, "Okay." Then he has the plan. He's Like, here's her address. Like, right. just go. There. It just
2: writes it. Like, knows it. Just now, I
1: thought he was gonna say. I don't know what you thought. I thought he was gonna say, "Go sleep with her." because if you sleep with her it'll get everything off of me like she'll be obsessed with you you got to take one for the team you're not married that's what i thought mm-hmm. i don't know what you thought he was going to say like i wasn't i didn't think he was going to say go talk to her right. i knew we both knew that he was going to eventually sleep with her <laughs> but i don't know what you thought that he was
2: right okay so i feel like i did not think initially he was straight up going to say hey go sleep with her yeah. i really do think he just meant like hey go talk to her Uh-oh. i th- i really thought that that's maybe all he thought it would take yeah um however I mean, I do agree with you that I easily felt it was going there. Yeah, here's an like address he to a beautiful woman's apartment that
1: yeah. that's been hitting on you
2: yeah, I think okay. what i what I didn't see coming though was his reaction to Mark sleeping with her
1: um yeah, do you want to jump to that now? Uh, we can. We can come
2: to it in a second. Okay. I guess we can do it because then after Mark does go to her house, her dorm, her her dorm. Very true. Did I love the turn?
1: noise in the background too. I know. But I thought at one point she was going to tell the neighbors to keep it down, <laughs> like. But it never happened.
2: She's the RA. Yeah. At her dorm. Yeah, free, free, room free room and board. board. That's right.
1: Did you have any cool RAs? I know the show is going a little low, but whatever. Did yeah. you have any like annoying we'll RAs or cool RAs?
2: I actually did not live at college. Oh, no. I commuted to and from my commuter college. was not necessarily the experience I wanted to have, yeah. but well, it was my experience nonetheless. So, no. Well, I didn't if anyone even out any there RAs, has some good
1: stories, tell I'd, us. I'd put it on the YouTube page. I like to hear a weird RA story. Everyone's got something. Everybody
2: loves a good weird RA story.
1: We always <laughs> lucked out and got an RA that was... Because they, they were just older college students. Mm-hmm. So they understood. Yeah. If you weren't too wild, they're going to be like, okay, we'll cover all it for fine. you. Yeah. It was all, I always had a couple of good ones.
2: That's good. Yeah.
1: Lucked out. I Freshman like year it. was better than sophomore year. So sophomore year was a little more strict.
2: Would Tina have been an actual good RA to her other fellow students, Are do you, you think?
1: Oh, I sure hope. I would have loved to have an RA, an RA that looked like <laughs> that. Are you kidding <laughs> me? looked
2: like her. But do you think she actually would treat everyone? Uh, she,
1: she'd probably bust everyone's cool? balls a little bit. But as we find out later, she wouldn't. She'd be someone that would threaten action with the university, but not follow but just through. to gain leverage. You know, right. that, that'd be it. But she'd be oh, cool. Like hard. later on, then yeah. she'd be partying with you the next week and be yeah. like, "Come on, you know, give me a drink." <laughs> so she, she seems cool. I would de- definitely have had, loved to have had her an, an RA oh, in the, oh, in the oh, school. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: Um, yes, of course. So, so Mark goes to speak with her. He sees her. She puts on the full seduction act yep. when he comes to the front door. Nice. She's just like off with it and uh and he sleeps with her yeah of course um so then of course afterwards they have a, a, a little bit of an intimate conversation we learned some things we learned that she's she's blackmailing jack but
1: yeah. she uh, would never do it but she would never
2: follow yeah. through with anything so so we learned that about her um she's also totally heckling mark again Right after they they get together, um, she had a she had a good elder elder cock's. Um, oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. Well, he <laughs> took it the right he he took it the the best way ever because he's like it's like my cock has wisdom,
2: right? Right.
1: And it's a great uh, it's just a great way to flip it around. <laughs> I know, as yeah. only
2: he could spin it, right? Yeah. She totally is like he could. Lose it's like a calling few counts, someone bald, and can... it's like,
1: "Well, it's because I've yeah. been around and I know things." That's so. right.
2: That's right. I know. Yeah. He, In a much
1: more fun way. Yeah. And I just lamed up that whole joke. So it turned into a bald <laughs> no, reference.
2: It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're, we're talking about it, anyways. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so, you know, she she totally just like, she gets what she wants. She works these guys the way she yeah, wants. Yeah, she says she's then, just trying
1: to motivate them for yeah. the next book because his books after 20 years ago have sucked.
2: Totally. And so it's almost like.
1: Calls Mark fat.
2: Yeah, calls him fat. She's almost like working these men to their benefit or something. That's her justification yeah thing. well it's that's like when it leads in yeah make them a better man Well it leads into efforts. the whole
1: thing his middle part about the madness which was great we haven't talked about which i was my favorite part of the show mm-hmm. i'm sure it was probably yours as well i mean, i don't know man i'm just speaking for you the whole i wrote it all down like <laughs> let's
2: get to that do
1: the great artists need messy lives you know tortured yes. lives do we need them and he's like is it fodder fuel is it fuel for like creativeness and he's like you know as a comedian If I have all these depressing things in my life, well, it's just fuel for for me to be creative. I can go on stage and talk about it and turn it into something. I can make a movie about it. I can do this or that. If I'm an accountant, I'll just, you know, I'll blow my brains out because I don't know how to deal with it. Right. Which is a great way to – and I was having this conversation with one of my friends a few weeks ago. I was like, is it – most comedians, at least the ones that I like, and most comedians in general – not most, but, you know, it's a decent amount – that have some kind of just weird stuff in their past – a weird child, a weird childhood, um, you know, an odd upbringing, something yeah. that happened in their life, an, a relationship, and it and it makes them better. You're like, oh my god, would we even had, uh, you know, you know, would we have had Richard Pryor if this didn't happen in his life? You know, it's a great, and I don't think so. No, and so I hope we're not, and it makes me worried about this next, like, not quite this generation, but I think every generation. Not everything's not changing. Everyone's not all. I mean, people are becoming better, and I'm hoping better people and more understanding kind of people. But I got a little pessimistic. I thought, oh my god, we're we're going to lose all the creative people. We're <laughs> we're just going to have a bunch of robots, and everyone's going to act the same. But I think there's enough effed up people and things in the world that we're still going to have plenty of creative people.
2: Yep, yeah. I think that it is a never ending cycle. Yeah. Fortunately. Unfortunately, fortunately. Um, I totally agree with you. I do think that having weird stuff in your life brings out just just whole new just areas of thought. That that a regular person that it's never happened to would never think of. I think just experience and just weird stuff yeah. totally makes it relevant and and brings it up in in comedians and stuff. So I think that that is never ending. People will continually, for generations to come, have weird stuff happen in their lives. I wish lives. something
1: something screwed up happened to me. I'm just. The perfect boy,
2: you oh well, nothing's well, wrong. Oh well, Mr. Perfect, we'll leave over it up. There. We'll
1: leave it up to the audience to, to judge on. I that. guess that's why
2: he's got me on his panel because I've got plenty of plenty of things in my past that we can we can talk about. Oh man, we can pull up.
1: See, that would be a killer uh, show. <laughs> killer show. <laughs> that's
2: why you got to tune in next week. Yeah, that's right. We'll be pulling stuff out one by one. Do you, you want to say the quote out? at the
1: end of the show from his from his friends yelling in the house? Did you write it down?
2: Um, hang on, hang on.
1: From Jack. What was he yelling I into don't the think panties? I wrote it. Oh, I wrote it down.
2: Why'd you have to put him inside you? Yes,
1: <laughs> I, I just—I wanted to—I wanted just an I'll do a
2: reenactment. Why'd you have to put him inside
1: you? I—I I just wanted. To, wow, now we got it twice. We got it twice tonight. <laughs> All I wanted You're was welcome. an isolated track of Blake yelling that, and now we've all got it.
2: You're welcome, guys. It's one of the and best... that was my favorite part of the night, actually. Sl- yeah. I just thought it was hilarious, because I did not see that reaction coming. I did not see him getting angry at Mark for sleeping with Tina. I did but not see that. But it was fake
1: that. anger. That's Because I, well, I, re- I read into it like, he knew he was finally free, but couldn't handle it. And was... I mean, it, it was like a pillow fight between like teenagers like you know what I mean like it was like Mark why'd you do that but you could see inside I think honestly you could see inside him he was freaking out he knew
2: that it was right he was freaking out
1: but he was like oh my god it worked and so his the acting was almost teetering on bad acting but it was just just a weird reaction that's what I think they're going for yeah I
2: thought it was great I could see that struggle but I think it was was totally justified like he just couldn't handle it and he was like oh the panties and then had to like run away
1: and put panties on his head and (laughs) write his next book
2: which is what Tina wanted. She said. Yeah. She said that was his source of inspiration. So yeah. apparently, she knew him best. What can we say?
1: Did you like the slow mo walk at the end of the episode?
2: It was hilarious. Yes, that
1: was Let's that was a great scene. Yeah, it was the yeah. last shot, right?
2: So Mark feels so awkward from Jack's reaction that he's like, "All right, man, gotta leave. See you later." He leaves outside and then he takes the panties yeah. from his jacket, and it was like a glorious yeah. moment from like multi angles. Yeah.
1: It was great. <laughs> and he just sniffs them, but then waves them on his head. But this is it one of like
2: the, a glorious moment.
1: This is one of the episodes where it really links back to his podcast that was on the show. Yeah. Cause he has that whole, you know, screwed up stuff and I mean, come on. He just slept with a woman who was bribing one of his friends. Uh, to get him to be more creative, and then she uses him for so he can become more creative again. And his friend has her underwear; he has her underwear. They're both celebrating. It's this crazy screwed up moment in life. That yes, is a great moment. I mean, come on, they both had sex with a beautiful woman. Okay, there's more screwed up moments than that. But it's this weird madness moment that. And I actually circled in all caps. I circled panties, and then I did slash dash madness equals creative. <laughs>
2: And I That can. could have
1: been a backup name for the episode. Like <laughs> it could have been like panties
2: plus madness, madness equals Eagles creative. creative. Totally,
1: and it was like this crazy moment that summed yeah. up the whole thing. Like wow, and he has so many stories in his past.
2: Oh, and this
1: just helped him in a little blip in his life, and then it'll be on to the next yeah. weird story. But I, yeah, and this might have been my favorite episode of the season. It really, I, loved I really might tonight's have been. Episode. Yeah, completely. Yeah,
2: yeah, I thought it was great. It was creative. It total like I got it. Mm-hmm the whole way through it was fantastic and I love that ending moment
1: yeah slow-mo <laughs> hilarious yeah
2: classic
1: and then uh, Patton Oswald next week
2: Patton Oswald next week that's gonna be fun that's gonna be great yeah now do we think that he is he just the podcast guest or do you think he'll pop in
1: from more he's probably just the podcast guest mm-hmm. um, I had to look at his, his podcast schedule because if he pops up on that then you know it, maybe they just tape some but uh, he's. uh I wish you I hope he's on the episode I'll have to look <clears> forward but uh, as long as we get some Patton. He bridges the gap between, and for me as a comedy <laughs> fan, he, oh my God, you okay? You dying? Um, <laughs> he bridges the gap. Like you have like the dirty <laughs> comics and then you have some of the safer, it's almost like an East Coast, West Coast thing. For some reason, there's almost like a divide Ooh, it's between like
2: rapper New York comedians. and LA
1: comics are a little different. But Patton, he's a little more more of like, I guess, like a cleaner comic, he I is. guess. But he buddies up with all these like dirty guys, and it's the most fun when like they they come together. and you're Like oh my god, I didn't think these guys would like each other. Yeah. Like I've heard him with like like I always mention like Jim Norton or or like uh, Jim Florentine who was on Louis this year. All these guys, and he's like friends with them, and he gets them, and they both li- they all like each other. He, that's why he's one of my favorite comics. I know, which is so funny.
2: It. Yeah, and you would think that someone like Patton Oswalt would 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 like or want to associate with those kind of acts, but I feel like it would be tougher for those kind of acts to want to associate with Patton Oswald, right? Because of that juxtaposition. Yeah. I feel like it's easier for like um for for less intense to gravitate towards more intense than it is for more intense yeah. to to lessen. True. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. If that
2: makes any sense. Yeah. Um but it makes it all the more. It's cool also when it pleasant, happens. though.
1: If you think if if you think that some guys a really dirty comic, and all of a sudden he surprises you, you are like, "Wow, that that wasn't all just yeah." Just, it wasn't just like he was banking on the language and. So that's surprising as well. So I guess it could work either way. True. I, we're both trying, just trying to say that we're both uh, Patton <laughs> fans, and we hope he kills it next week. So very
2: true. We're excited. Yeah, we are excited for next week. Yeah, excellent. It's well, great to be back. Great to be great to be back with you, Jared. This was an exciting episode, and uh, thank you so much for joining in to recap. Episode, what were we on? Eight. Eight. Episode eight with us. It's Flying By. Professor of Desire. This season's Flying By, guys. I've been your host, Blake V. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Blake V Media. And you can also find me on my YouTube show, Winos and Onesies. Check that one out. It's exciting.
1: I totally forgot to plug my Twitter at the beginning, so I'm going to plug it twice. Do it. At Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. That's at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. That's it.
2: That's it. That's all he's got.
1: Bring up the music and let's get out.
0: The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. The biggest new media platform on the web.